G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. So here we go, SNZ's Mornings with Smithy without Smithy. Stephen McIver in the seat till midday, and so great to be uh, a part of your day, wherever that day might be happening in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Ivan Cleary has been to a grand final on three occasions. Once with the Warriors in 2011, I remember it well, had the, had the honour of calling the grand final that year when they had all three teams in the competition. The only team that won was Stacey Jones' Toyota Cup team and the juniors. The New South Wales Cup team just missed out and then, well, Ivan's team in 2011 just got beaten in a half-time try that should never have been allowed, but we won't talk about that. Then he goes to Penrith, finally after the Tigers, Penrith back and forth, back and forth, and gets done last year. But a different story in 2021. Got beaten in the first week, remember, of the finals. They had to do it the hard way. They were busted. But finally, they get the win against the South Sydney Rabbitohs in one of the best and closest finals in a long, long time. And Ivan joins us now. Hey, Ivan, thanks for giving us your time, mate. Uh, look, let's, let's go here first. How satisfying is that first premiership win as a coach? Yeah, Definitely satisfying. There's a lot of emotions, a lot of uh, that's hard to put into words. Um, I guess if I, uh, if I get back to my first grand final with the Warriors, it was um, a similar thing where we started started that uh, journey as a as a rebuild. Uh, six years later, we got to the grand final, uh, but unfortunately, couldn't get the uh, couldn't get the win on the day. Uh, we had three grades in that grand final. That was a Amazing day. Um, then I went to Penrith, and uh, again, it was very much a rebuild right from the start. Of, yeah, it was pretty grim, grim times early on, but to be able to leave and then come back and, and uh, whatever it is, nine years later, uh, to win a premiership you know, with, with that club, like sort of go from the, with, you know, the, the you know, watch of the penthouse, uh, it's pretty cool. You're not one to talk about yourself a lot. You would rather deflect all the the praise to your team. But surely that moment when that final whistle went, I mean, were there tears? Were there tears? Yeah, well, there was when I got um, out onto the ground. Uh, uh, when you get on the field, it was um, a very surreal experience. And it was tears when I, when, yeah, when I uh, saw Nathan. That was... Um, yeah, that's hard to explain. I still can't explain how that felt. And, uh, um, yeah, it's just just one of those great, awesome moments in your life. Yeah. yeah, and then and then you and then you hand him the Clive Churchill medal, which 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 is even more <laughs> even more surreal, right? I mean, that's almost like the the best dad son moment ever. Yeah, you just can't. You can't even think of writing those scripts. Uh, it, it was. I, I mean, I didn't even know. It was. It was. You know, it was only just by faith that. Um, you know, I even handed that, you know, the medal over um, because normally Clive Churchill's you know, widow presents that medal, but, you know, because it was in Queensland, she was a bit of an in Sydney. I guess someone had to do it. So um, <laughs> the coach gets the job and, yeah, for, for Nat to get that, it's just, um, yeah, I, honestly, that, that was, which, that was like being a dream. It was so good. 
I'd like to talk about Nathan just for a moment because I remember you talking to me a long, long time ago and the little tacker was playing AFL for a while. He had some interest in that in that code, right? Yeah, well, he, he, um, he played as kind of as many sports as he could, which I encouraged. I think that's a, you know, I think it's a really good, good thing for kids if they're into sport uh, to play as many sports as they can for as long as they can. I, you know, I don't believe in specialising too early, for sure. Um yeah, so he played a whole bunch of sports. Um, um, and New Zealand was actually where he first started playing rugby league. So that's his, uh, yeah, uh, old mate John Ackland and the uh, Mount Albert Lions. Have, yeah, they've got a big say in uh, the development of, of Mountain and, and what he's become. When did you realise that Nathan was something special, that he was going to be a great footballer with, well, maybe a step above the rest? Yeah, no, well, Sydney wasn't early. Um, I, I always thought he had something. He had a. He's always had a, you know, a really good work ethic, and he loved, loved it, loved the game, loved practicing, loved kicking, loved all that stuff. So that that was always going to help. It was probably not until um, his last year at school. So he's like seventeen. Um, he made the made the Australian schoolboys did well there. And then he started playing under twenties and was doing well. And then he played one one. Uh, reserve grade game, and then he then he, he got picked the first grade as an eighteen year old. But it's probably when he was like seventeen. Yeah, that's when I thought. But I still never thought he would play first grade the year after. That's like the whole thing. And then Origin at at twenty, I think, yeah, I could never have anticipated the the rise he had when he was young. Um, and it's just he's still on that rise. It's, it's, he's like his mother, Stephen. That's all I can say. <laughs> How, how, how much of a balancing act is it, uh, you being the coach and him being, let's just say, your franchise player? Yeah, um, I don't know. Like it, it's, uh, it helps when he's, you don't have to consider him for selection. You know, he picks himself every week and he's become a co-captain, um, which he's handled well as well. I mean, like it just makes life so much easier for me that he plays so well every week. So that, that's not an issue. Uh, we've had our ups and downs, that's for sure. You know, there's been it brings a lot of scrutiny, and um, I've, I've definitely felt guilty at times when I first started with that the way that scrutiny landed on on Nathan. Um, but, but yeah, we always kind of I guess deep down knew that it was going to be a good thing, and I think now I actually think it's, a, it's definitely an advantage because um, we think the same and on so many levels, and um, as a captain and coach, that yeah, I think that's a Almost an unfair advantage. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good advantage to have because you're the premiers right now. One really strong storyline coming out of this whole campaign has been the amount of local juniors. You you know how to build a club, and now you've got to maintain that. But how important is having that that junior representation in your first grade? Well, we are a, a development club. But, um, again, I'll get back to the Warriors. We um, mandated that um, back in... 2006, and uh, we yeah we made it clear that we were we were only going to recruit people that we didn't have type thing, um, which seemed to work you know pretty well. So we did the same thing here in Penrith. They're a big big junior nursery. Um, a lot of players have gone on to play, and they still do to this day play for other clubs, particularly in Sydney. But um, yeah, we we yeah we a lot of the club. It's not just. You know, not just about developing juniors, there's a lot of money into it too. So it's a big investment. Um, 
you know, financially, time-wise, um, staff, all that kind of thing. And, um, yeah, it is so cool to see some of these kids. You know, just Jerome Lillard and Nathan, for example, started playing together when they were 15. Um, and so now to, you know, to win an Origin Series together this year and win a premiership, um, yeah, it is absolutely a dream come true for those boys. Gosh, you're ticking every every box. Origin wins, premiership wins. Gosh, what's next? The Australian coaching job. Uh, hell, 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 who knows? Hey, there's this one player that, that reminds me so much of Simon Mannering in your team. Isaiah Yo. I, I've been watching him for years. I like this guy. Yeah, funny you should say that. Um, when I first uh, when I first saw um, Isaiah, so that was uh, when I first had the Penrith in 2012, he was playing in the 20s. Um, he debuted first round 2014. He was a back row then, but I debuted him in the centres. And I actually said to people at the time, I said, this guy reminds me of Simon, <laughs> uh, honestly. Um, yeah, they are, of course, they're, you, know, you, you work out a little bit different personalities and all that kind of thing, but they, they are just that reliable type who are uh, understated, um, but, but, you know, just just do stuff on the field, off the field that no one necessarily notices, but, you know, you can count on them completely. Yeah, I, I actually think there's a lot of similarities between those two guys and some of my favourites of all time. <laughs> You're going to now have to try and go back to back, but you, but you lose some players. You lose Luke Capewell. You use uh, you, you lose the very talented Matt Burton. Where are you at with Viliami Kikau? Can you has he got another year to run? And can you keep him? Yeah, he's got another year to run. Um, it's going to be a challenge. It's, uh, that's just, you know it, it comes with any team that uh, you know that becomes successful. You know, in a salary cap era, everyone's values go up and. Uh, and we've got uh, six guys make their origin debuts in the last two seasons. So, you know, that brings with it challenges. And, uh, that's just sort of how it is. So that's, you know, get back to the previous question about um, junior development. Another reason why it's so important that we continually bring through young guys just to balance out our salary cap. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just part of evolution. It's, you know, you've got to try and get to the top. And when you're at the top, then you've got to try and, try and stay there. So that'll be our next challenge. Um, I'm really looking forward to. Are you looking forward to seeing a 17th team come in in 2023 with the, the Dolphins now confirmed? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a good thing. It's been a long time since these teams come in. I think um, you know the Brisbane market. Are, you know, it's big enough definitely to have a, another team. Um, you know, Redcliffe, from what I've seen, uh, you know, a strong club. They're well financed. They've got a good little stadium there. And, uh, yeah, I think it's great. I, I, I'm looking forward to the way the dynamic will change. I'm not really looking forward to how the play market will change yeah. next year, but that's going to be a bit crazy. But that, you know what? That's, that's the way it goes. And I think um, if we can actually build the sport and grow it in new areas, um, yeah, it can only be a good thing. I know you never give too much away about Ivan Cleary, but now that you've got one under your belt, uh, do you feel like a little pressure is off uh, as you as a coach to say, you know, I'm a premiership coach now and and now you can sort of maybe, I don't know, become more who you want to be rather than what people expect you to be? Um, well, yeah, there is a bit of that. Um, I never got into coaching uh, thinking about winning premierships. Um, once you're in there, though, I guess that's, that's essentially the job. That's what... Uh, that's what clubs want, and that's what you'd strive for. Probably only really the last. I know I had a chance to the Warriors. Um, it's only the last few years where it's, I really felt like it was um, 
yeah, right there and mm. something to really strive for. So, yeah, I guess looking back, and it's not just because of my coaching, but playing, I didn't get one. Even as a fan, um, all those years ago as a kid, you know, my team never won the grand final. So, it's something that I've been looking forward to feel for mm. my whole life. So, yeah, I, I definitely uh, feel pretty good about it. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, like by the time the next preseason rolls around, which won't be long, um, it'll be the same thing. It'll be just the same as best we can. And, and our team's good enough again to, uh, to hopefully get in that window and give another crack next year. Okay, so Bex, you've got a business called, is it Pino and Picasso? Is that right? So you have a, have a little That's wine. Right. Have a little, so what is her bonus that you will now have to pose nude for the for the class? <laughs> I, I might get Nathan, mate. I think he's probably got... Probably got me covered, right? <laughs> Mate, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks so much for giving us your time here on SENZ and uh, look forward to season 2022. 20, 20, Have a great off-season, mate. Thanks, Stephen. My pleasure, mate.